Lesson two of the Elements of Entomology. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jean Bascom. The Elements of Entomology by William Ruschenberger. Lesson two. Aptera, Order of Thysanura. Order of Parasita. Louse, ticks. Order of Suctoria, flea, chigger. Order of Coleoptera, characters, division. Pentamerin, cincindella, carabus, gyrinus, or water beetle. Fireflies, glowworm, borers. Dermestes, maybugs, scarabaeus. Heteromerans, blistering flies. Tateramens, weevils, trimerans, ladybug. Order of Orthoptera, characters, earwigs, mole crickets, crickets, grasshoppers, migratory locusts. Hexapods, or true insects, comprise all those which have three pairs of legs. They all have a head distinct from the thorax, and the abdomen has no extremities attached to it. Some are apterous, without wings. Others are winged. Although apterous insects are not very numerous, they form three distinct orders, namely Thysanura, Parasita, and Suctoria. Order of Thysanura The Thysanori, from the Greek thusan, bushy, and aura, tail, are small wingless insects that do not undergo metamorphosis. The abdomen terminates in filiform appendages, or is furnished with organs by means of which they are enabled to leap. Order of Parasita We give the name of parasites, hanger-on, to those apterous insects which do not undergo metamorphosis, and whose abdomen is without any appendage. Their mouth is chiefly internal, and is armed with a kind of sucker. Their body is flattened, and, as their name indicates, they live upon other animals but they are only found on mammals and birds. Lice, pediculus, of which one is the annexed figure in an enlarged representation, and dog ticks, ricinus, belong to this order. Their eggs are known under the name of nits. Order of Suctoria Suctorial insects, like the preceding, are apterous, but they do not undergo metamorphosis. The body is very much compressed, and the hind legs are adapted to leaping. The mouth is extended in the form of a trunk or beak, which contains three bristle-like lancets, and performs the functions of a sucker. They undergo complete metamorphosis, and in the larva state are in form of little worms without feet. In the imago or perfect state they live on quadrupeds or birds. This order comprises but a single genus, that of the fleas. The common flea, Pulex irritans, lives upon dogs, cats, and men, whose blood it sucks. The chigger, Pulex penetrans, very common in the warm parts of America, is armed with a beak as long as its body. The female carries her eggs in a sack under the abdomen, and by its rapid growth this part in a short time acquires the size of a small pea, while the animal itself is scarcely as large as a common flea. It insinuates itself beneath the skin and into the flesh, particularly about the feet and toes, where it deposits its eggs, and sometimes causes great pain and ill-conditioned sores. The only remedy is to remove the sack of eggs with a needle, and fill the hole with strong mercurial ointment. This will be found effectual. 
It also attacks monkeys, dogs, etc. Order of Coleoptera the order of Coleoptera, from the Greek coleos, a case, and pteron, wing, comprises insects which have a mouth armed with jaws, and four wings differing from each other in texture. The first pair are horny elytra, from the Greek elutron, a sheath, which are not suitable for flight, but constitute a covering or shield for the second pair, which are membranous, and when in a state of repose, folded transversely. The tegumentary envelope of these insects is almost always remarkably hard, and sometimes forms a solid and almost crustaceous cuirass. The mouth is formed for the mastication of food, and is armed with a pair of mandibles, a pair of maxillae, bearing palpi, and a labium or lower lip, also bearing palpi. The wings possess peculiarities of structure which it is important to note. The first pair are of the same consistence as the other parts of the tegumentary skeleton, and form two sheaths, or solid elytra, joined together by a straight edge, sometimes solidly united, forming a kind of shield over the abdomen. Sometimes these elytra are rudimentary, but are never entirely wanting in both sexes. The same is not true of the wings of the second pair, which are membranous, much larger than the elytra, and when in a state of repose, folded transversely at their extremity sometimes they are wanting and then the insect is incapable of flying there is no peculiarity of the legs worthy of special remark the abdomen is sessile that is it is broadest where it joins the thorax and on each side of the rings which form it there is on the upper part an opening which is a stigmata the metamorphosis which the coleoptery undergo after escaping from the egg is complete the larva resembles a soft worm, the head of which as well as the three first rings of the body are scaly. They generally have three pairs of horny legs, terminating in a point. Sometimes there are no legs, or they are replaced by small fleshy tubercles, but we never find a greater number of these appendages. The mouth has the same organization as the perfect insect. The eyes, on the contrary, are merely represented by small, granular bodies, which seem to consist of an assemblage of simple eyes, which never exist in adult coleoptery. And we perceive on each side of the body nine stigmata arranged in a series. The nympha is always inactive. Sometimes it is enclosed in a shell or cocoon, generally composed of different substances joined together by a viscid, silky matter. Sometimes it is naked. The duration of these changes and the mode of life, as well as the larva, as in the perfect insect, vary in the different families of this order. The number of coleoptery is immense, and to distinguish them more readily they are divided into four sections, according to the number of articulations or joints of the tarsi, namely, first, the pentamerans, from the Greek pente, five, and meros, a joint, in which the tarsus of all the legs is composed of five joints. Second, the heteromerans, from the Greek eteros, various, and meros, joint, in which the tarsi have four articulations on the two forelegs and five on the others. Third, the tetromerans, from the Greek tetris, four, and meros, joint, in which the tarsi of all the legs have four articulations. Fourth, the trimerans, from the Greek trice, three, and meros, joint, or part, in which all the tarsi have three articulations. Coleopterus pentamerans. This division is composed of several families, among which are the carnivora, the cerecornes, the clavicornes, and the lamellicornes. The family of carnivora, from the Latin caro, in the genitive carnis, flesh, and voro, I eat, 
is distinguished by having double palpi on the maxillae. These insects pursue and devour others. Several have no wings under the wing covers or elytra. The larvae are also carnivorous. This family is one of the largest of the coleoptera, and contains a great many tribes and genera. Among them we shall mention the Cicindella, from the Latin Cicindella, a glowworm, a genus of small insects possessed of brilliant metallic colors, commonly met within dry, sunny situations. They run with considerable swiftness, take wing the moment they are approached, but alight at a short distance. The larvae excavate holes in the earth, and such is their voracity that they devour other larvae of the same species, which have taken up their abode in the neighborhood. The carabi, carabus, which generally conceal themselves under stones or in the earth, one species of which, the carabus auratus, is very common in the environs of Paris. It is about an inch long, and remarkable for the brilliance of its colors. It is golden green above and black below. All the carabi are swift runners, and when they have wings, rarely make use of them. Most of them exhale a fetid odor, and when disturbed, they throw out from the mouth and anus a caustic or acrid liquid. The genus Gyrinus, from the Greek gyros, a circle, comprises aquatic insects that pass the greater part of their lives in the water, but they nevertheless are obliged to visit the surface to breathe. Their four interior legs are in form of fins. They are often seen in numerous groups on the surface of stagnant pools. They swim with great velocity, forming circular tracts in various directions. The water beetle, Dytiscus, is represented in the larva state, in the nympha state, in the imago or perfect state. Nothing is perhaps better calculated to excite the admiration of the student of animated nature than the amazing results produced by the slightest deviations from a common type of organization, and in examining the changes required to order to metamorphose an organ which we have already seen performing such a variety of offices into fins adapted to an aquatic life, this circumstance must strike the mind of the most heedless observer. The limbs used in swimming exhibit the same parts, the same number of joints, and almost the same shape, as those employed for creeping, climbing, leaping, and numerous other purposes, yet how different is the function assigned to them! In the common water-beetle the two interior pairs of legs, that could be of small service as instruments of propulsion, are so small as to appear quite disproportionate to the size of the insect, while the hinder pair are of great size and strength. The last-mentioned limbs are, moreover, removed as far backwards as possible by the development of the hinder segment of the thorax, in order to approximate their origins to the centre of the body, and the individual segments composing them are broad and compressed, so as to present an extensive surface to the water, which is still further enlarged by the presence of flat spines, appended to the end of the tibia, as well as of a broad fringe of stiff hairs inserted all around the tarsus. The powerful oars thus formed can open until they form right angles with the axis of the body, and from the strength of their stroke are adapted well to the piratical habits of their possessors who wage successful war not only with other aquatic insects and worms but even with small fishes, the co-inhabitants of the ponds wherein they live. T. Rymer Jones other coleopterous pentamerans, which have but two palpi on the maxillae and filiform or saw-like antenna, belong to the family of Cerricornes, from the Latin cera, a saw, and cornu, horn, are worthy of attention. Of this number are the fireflies, elater, from the Greek elater, a leaper, which have the power of leaping when placed on the back, 
if a beetle be seen to fall upon its back and instead of making the ordinary efforts to set itself on its legs bends its head towards its tail raising this part and repeating this action until it has fallen on its feet such a beetle may be recognized at once as a species of elater these beetles are often found on flowers and on the grass like many other coleopterous insects when approached they fall to the ground and feign to be dead there is one species elater noctilucus about an inch long which inhabits south america and has two brown spots on the corselet which at night diffuse a light so bright that the indians make use of them to light them in their nocturnal labors and excursions there is in the neighborhood of paris an insect similar to the last in producing phosphorescent light the lampyra from the greek lampyros a glow-worm the males are not particularly remarkable but the female which is without wings diffuses a phosphorescent light at night which circumstance has obtained for it the common name of glow-worm this light issues from the abdomen and the animal can vary its intensity at pleasure the females of the species lampyra inhabiting warm countries are on the contrary all winged and in flying through the air after sunset they often produce a natural illumination comparable to numberless little moving stars we give the name of borers anobium to small insects which inhabit our dwellings while in the larva state they are very destructive for then they eat the floors joists books etc through which they pierce little round holes similar to those made by a very fine gimlet their excrements form those little pulverulent heaps of worm-eaten wood we often see on the floors of old houses other species of boar in the same manner eats farinaceous substances and ravages collections of insects insects of the family clavicornis from the latin clava a club and cornu horn are characterized by antennae in the form of a club to this family belong the dermestes from the greek derma skin and estheo i eat they have an oval body and their larvae which feed on animal substances commit great depredations in fur stores and in museums of natural history the bacon beetle belongs to this family we place in the family of lamellicornes from the latin lamella a little thin plate and cornu horn maybugs melolontha dung beetles copris from the greek copros dung beetles scarabaeus and many other coleopterous pentamerans which have the antennae terminated by a packet of lamellae arranged like a fan or the leaves of a book they all have wings and walk slowly their body is oval and their larvae are very injurious to agriculture from their eating the roots of plants the larva of the common maybug or may chafer melolontha vulgaris which belongs to the tribe of cutworms is one of the most destructive it lives three or four years without undergoing metamorphosis and during the whole time remains more or less profoundly buried in the earth in winter it falls into a kind of lethargy and takes no food this insect finishes its metamorphosis about the month of february but then it is very soft and does not reach the surface of the ground till towards march or april and leaves it about the beginning of may in the perfect state maybugs feed on leaves and they are sometimes so numerous as to strip a forest in a short time during the day they commonly remain at rest but fly at night their flight is heavy and noisy and their course is directed so badly that they strike against everything that comes in their way 
the species of beetle or scarabaeus so frequently represented by the egyptians either on their monuments or sculptured stones which seems to have been used by them as a hieroglyphic and amulet and even as an object of religious worship is of the family of lamellicornes and belongs to the genus atucus cleopterus heteromerans the section of Cleopterus heteromerans also embraces very interesting insects, not on account of the ravages they cause, but on account of their great utility in medicine. We refer especially to the Cantharides. These little insects contain a particularly irritating matter which, when applied to the skin, has the property of producing a blister. The species employed in medicine is the Cantharis vesicatoria, commonly called the Spanish fly. The body is about half an inch in length, and the elytra are long, flexible, and of a brilliant golden-green color. It is very common in Spain, Italy, France, and Russia, where it lives in great numbers, on the ash, the lily, the privet, etc. The potato fly, Cantharis vitata, is an American species, which possesses qualities similar to the European. Cleopterus tetramerans among the Cleopterus tetramerans we place weevils, which may be readily recognized by having a head elongated in a kind of snout or trunk, upon which are placed the antennae. These insects are gnars, and feed on vegetable substances. The larvae, which are without legs, frequently cause a great deal of damage by attacking wheat. Would it be believed, says Wilson, the ornithologist, that the larvae of an insect or fly no larger than a grain of rice should silently, and in one season, destroy some thousand acres of pine trees, many of them two or three feet in diameter, and one hundred and fifty feet high? Yet whoever passes along the high road from Georgetown to Charleston in South Carolina, about twenty miles from the former place, can have striking and melancholy proofs of the fact— in some places the whole woods, as far as you can see around you, are dead, stripped of the bark, their wintry-looking arms and bare trunks bleaching in the sun and tumbling in ruins before every blast, presenting a frightful picture of desolation. Until some effectual preventative or more complete remedy can be devised against these insects and their larvae, I would humbly suggest the propriety of protecting and receiving with proper feelings of gratitude the services of this and the whole tribe of woodpeckers, letting the odium of guilt rest on its proper owners. Coleopterus trimerans As an example of Coleopterus trimerans we mention the ladybug, Cochinella, from the Latin Cochinus, crimson, so common in our gardens. These beetles are of great service to the agriculturist, and especially to the hop-grower, for they destroy the plant-lice, aphids, in vast numbers, feeding on them both in the larva and perfect state. Order of Orthoptera Insects of the order of Orthoptera, from the Greek orthos, straight, and pteron, wing, are distinguished, first, by having the mouth armed with mandibles and maxillae arranged for mastication, second, by having four wings, the two anterior of which constitute the elytra or wing cases, and the two posterior are membranous, and folded longitudinally when in repose, as in the grasshopper. The body of these insects is less consistent generally than that of the coleoptery, and is elongated in form, as for example in the mole cricket, domestic cricket, and grasshopper. In most insects of this order the head is large and vertical. The elytra slightly cross each other, and are almost always coriaceous, flexible, and reticulated. Their position varies, but in a great many instances they are placed obliquely or tile-like. 
the same is the case with the wings which are broad and sometimes folded transversely as well as lengthwise sometimes all the legs are of the same size and shape sometimes on the contrary they are dissimilar sometimes the first pair of legs differ in form from the others and are adapted for digging in the ground or for seizing their prey at other times the hind legs are very much developed and constitute leaping organs in all cases the last articulation of the tarsus is terminated by two hooks the abdomen the form of which is usually elongated in a great many females has appendages attached to its posterior extremity constituting a borer or ovipositor by means of which these insects introduce their eggs into holes which serve their young for nests the orthoptera undergo demimetamorphosis and the only changes they experience consist in the development of elytra and wings in other respects the larva and nympha resemble the perfect insect all the insects of this order are terrestrial and most of them feed on living plants they are very voracious and sometimes commit great havoc among the most interesting of the orthiopterae are the earwigs mole crickets crickets grasshoppers and locusts the earwigs forficula from the latin forfex pincers have a linear body very short elytra and the abdomen is terminated by two horny movable appendages resembling pincers these insects are very common in damp grounds they sometimes assemble in large numbers and are very destructive to fruit trees it was believed that they insinuated themselves into the ear and to this popular opinion is due their common name but it is an error for they only raise the pincers that terminate the abdomen in self-defence the mole crickets grillo tulpa have broad flat forelegs adapted for digging the common mole cricket grillo tulpa vulgaris lives in the ground and is very injurious from its habit of digging subterraneous passages like moles and cutting or detaching the roots of all plants that come in its way the crickets grillus resemble the mole cricket but their forelegs are not formed for digging although some of them dig holes the domestic cricket grillus domesticus inhabits dwellings and usually seeks the warmth of the chimney crickets leap almost as well as grasshoppers and are not unlike them male crickets produce that sharp sound commonly called their song by rubbing their thighs against the wings grasshoppers closely resemble crickets but their tarsi have four articulations and their antennae are long and consist of numerous small articulations like crickets their hind legs are formed for leaping they walk slowly but fly well the females deposit their eggs in the ground by means of the sword-like ovipositor which terminates the abdomen the larvae have neither wings nor sheaths for containing them in other respects they resemble the imago or perfect insect the genus acridium belongs to this group these last orthoptera have on each side of the first ring of the abdomen a kind of membranous drum by means of which they produce a sound improperly called their song they are very common in fields they frequently assemble in countless multitudes commonly known as migratory locusts and in this way travel great distances the passage of one of these destructive bands sometimes converts a whole kingdom into a desert in a very short period this scourge is more frequent in africa but the same species of locust also shows itself in europe in certain countries of africa these insects are eaten certain asiatics after drying and grinding them make them into a bread at Baghdad, they are sold in the market. End of Lesson 2 Recording by Jean Bascom, Potomac, Maryland